Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and in today's study of Isaiah 19, 1-15, we're going to be looking at Egypt. So today's readings are going to come from the ESV, so I encourage you to open your Bible, follow along, so you can see why we are looking at what we're um, studying today, and I really encourage you to do that. It's a good way to keep me accountable um, to the text. So first we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 4, um, and this is Egypt's false religion exposed. So God, right off the bat, shows that he is sovereign over nature. Um, look at verse 1. Behold, the Lord is riding on a swift cloud and comes to Egypt. So Egypt would have had a religion of polytheism. And this means that they worshipped a lot of gods. Um, they would have had gods for the Nile, um, the sun, all sorts of gods. Um, so this would have been a direct violation of the expectations of false religions. God violated those expectations. Normally, each nation would have their own god. Um, and they had their own set of gods, even. Um, and normally, there wasn't a lot of inter- or overlap. Um, you know, Egypt would have had its gods, Moab would have had its gods, you know, but God is not like that. He is not bound by um, national boundaries. Um, what sets God apart from the false religions is that he is sovereign over all, not just one aspect of life or one particular nation. And that was what all those nations expected. They expected, like, the god of the sun or the god of irrigation. But that's not how God works. He's not bound by one particular thing. And so often we treat God like he's the god of Sunday and Wednesday nights, you know. Um, he's the god of church. But no, that's not what God's like. He's not confined by bricks and mortar, you know. But we treat him like he is. We treat him like, okay, I'll give you my time on Sunday and Wednesday nights, but and then that means you got to bless me in whatever I do, okay? It's okay if I do all sorts of sinning. As long as on Sunday and Wednesday nights, you know, I sing, I put my hands up. Um, but that's not how God works. He is a personal God who wants all of us. Uh, so now notice the turmoil of Egypt since they didn't have a relationship with God. Egypt naturally had turmoil because they weren't on the same foundation as itself. Um, when there were so many quote-unquote truths in that nation, then they deteriorated because no one really knows what's true. You know, um, we see this today. We have a weak foundation, a weakening foundation as a country in America because there's just so many truths. You know, um, my truth is this, your truth is that, and that's okay. No, that's not okay. There's only one truth. And when nations tend to deny that, like Egypt did, you know, there's this God, there's this God, okay? Um, whatever God you want to worship, that's fine. No, that's not okay. And they saw, we see how they fought against each other because they had all sorts of rulers, all sorts of false gods. So... Next, let's look at Egypt's sinful response to the turmoil and the judgment of God. So Egypt continued in their sin, and they turned to idols and sorcerers. This really goes to show the sin nature that we have. Only when we put our faith in Jesus Christ can we find a way out of the darkness and into life. So next, let's look at Egypt's economy exposed. So Egypt, naturally, 
depended on the Nile River for economic stability. And you can't blame them. For, that's not a fault for them. They had a great source of fish and trade routes on the Nile. They also could irrigate their crops from the Nile, you know. Um, they had a huge body of water. Why not use it? <laughs> but God showed the weakness and fragility of Egypt by showing that he can dry up the Nile. And because of the Nile driving, drying, Egypt's economy would crumble. And verse 7 says, There will be bare places by the Nile. And it goes on to say, And all that is sown by the Nile will be parched. So we see the irrigation that the Nile provides taken away. Um, this leads to a decrease in grain. Um, that part of the economy would suffer. We see in verse 8, The fishermen will mourn and lament. That one's a pretty obvious one. No water, no fish. Um, verse 9, The workers in um, combed flax will be in despair, and the weavers of white cotton. So, clearly there is a lot of economic turmoil because so much depended on the Nile. Um, and really, this goes to show that so much depended on God's grace to Egypt. He didn't have to give them the Nile. He, instead, he chose to give it to them. And Isaiah really wanted Israel to see that why trust in Egypt? Why trust in a nation that just at the snap of a finger, they could be gone? Their economy could just crumble. Like we look at America, almost overnight, um, the Great Depression happened. It wasn't like this slow, gradual thing. The economy just collapsed. Um, and it just goes to show you that we can't trust in economies. So, finally, we see Egypt's false wisdom exposed. So, Isaiah calls the princes of Zoan utterly foolish. So, these officials would have been some of the greatest and wisest in Egypt. Um, but God exposes them by showing that they can never know his purposes. Um, so often today, um, we look to the media um, for wisdom. We look to um, people we see on TV for wisdom or on social media for wisdom. But we need to realize that they're not God. If we're not looking to God's word first, then we will naturally struggle. We're not going to have a foundation of truth if we don't go to the ultimate standard of truth. So finally, let's look at how we must avoid these mistakes today. So we must learn the same lesson that Israel needed to learn, in that Israel must never trust in the religion, wealth, or wisdom of anyone but God. It's so easy to simply conform to the culture, trusting in what the media feeds us. We want to trust in our country, um, or maybe we want to trust in a certain political movement. But the reality is, we can't do that. Um, religions, they come and go. There have been countless cults that have formed and come and gone over the years. Um, wealth, there have been countless nations and wealth and economies that have come and gone. Or wisdom, um, there have been so many false teachings gone with the wind. However, we must look to God for our foundation and hope and trust in Jesus Christ to keep his promises to keep us. That is where we find our strength. We don't find it in other people. We don't find it in nations. We find it in God. So today, what aspects of life 
are you not trusting God in? Is it in how you worship? Or how you use your money? Or is it in making wise decisions? In everything, we must submit to God's word. Thanks for listening to another episode of Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out at our website, adoptedbelievers.com, for episodes and other resources. And like us on Facebook at Adopted Believers.